Hello, thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Listen, there are so many topics that I could adjunct cover when discussing the brow chakra. And I've decided to actually focus today's episode on the voices in your head. I hope you learn a lot from our time together. In my work as a psychic medium, I have come to the conclusion that the voices in your head have two sources. One, they're internal from you or external from others. I'm going to start with the easy one first. It's when the voices are coming from outside of ourselves, when it's an external experience that's happening in our mind. Don't forget the bra chakra is intellect and also psychic processing of all the ways that we receive psychic information because you process it through the intellect to understand and comprehend. Although it is primarily clairofaction, which is nose and also clairvoyance, which is visual sight seeing either in your mind's eye or um, on the third dimension outside of yourself. But in today's episode, in regards to the um, voices in your head, spirit can definitely, I've told you this before in the dedicated episode to Claire audience, spirit can definitely penetrate our thoughts out of nowhere. Sometimes their voices kind of come into our head from out of nowhere. And those are the times that I want you to pay attention. Usually those are warnings or just checking in. And some people realize that they can develop this um, if they just pay attention. And then remember, I've taught you to put your hands on your heart. If it's appropriate, close your eyes and ask who's telling me this. It's great opportunity, especially when the voice is similar to your own thought in your head, but it just pops up out of nowhere and you're not even thinking about that. And then this random thought comes in. So I encourage you that if you want to work on your clairaudience while we're talking about the brow brow chakra this week, to really notice when you get a a thought out of nowhere, especially if it's not in your own voice. Sometimes um, spirit doesn't want to freak us out. And so they, it appears as a thought in our own mind, or also we don't want to freak ourselves out. We kind of got a soul contract to the experience happening. And so sometimes it's a thought in our own voice that comes from out of nowhere. But I would still encourage you to put your hands on your heart, you know, make that deep heartfelt truth connection and ask who's speaking to me, just in case it might be your higher self, or it actually could be spirit, the source. Um, could be any level of spirit, a loved one that is crossed, a guide, an angel, divine. Um, this is when these thoughts in your head are out of nowhere that are coming from spirit externally into you. Another way spirit communicates with us is, as I've taught you, is when you're engaged in dialogue and you're consciously making a connection to spirit. We're going to get into that much deeper and more thoroughly when I go over mediumship with you and also um, just uh, inner inner psychic rapport when you're just having dialogue with or, you know, mental telepathy, if you will, with spirit realms. But when you're engaged in dialogue, it can be pretty clear who's talking. You ask a question, they give an answer or, you know, they show up and they're talking to you and you're recognizing that these are not things that you would have thought of talking about in your own mind as pondering, but it's really coming from an external source. Um, Also inspired thought. 
when spirit, when you're working on a creative project, maybe, or you're just pondering a concept or a problem in your life and you have inspired thought for resolution or a different way of viewing things, you might take the time when you get a really great idea to go, wow, where'd this come from? Now it could be just from your soul, from your higher own higher self that is kind of connected, that not kind of, but that is connected to all that is and can deliver answers and enlightenment to you. But it might be that the source is external from you, spirit, another, you know, angel, loved one, guide, God, um, enlightened being that is come to offer guidance in the project or the problem that you're pursuing and pondering and putting kind of out there to the ethers to get assistance and help and thinking, you know, when you're thinking outside the box, if you will. <clears throat> so those are generally the areas where it might be spirit as a voice in your head. Now, there is another spirit, a source that you might not want to listen to, and you might, might want to differentiate and discern kind of the source of the voice. It's trickster energy. I think I've told you before, um, but I'm going to definitely remind you over and over, especially when we get into mediumship and honing your skills there. Um, you know, just because people are dead doesn't mean they're brilliant. And there's trickster spirits that are lower energy and astral that if you're, you know, I kind of think of when people are messing with a Ouija board or not making a direct contact to a specific spirit, it's like kind of, I'm just going to tune in to see who's around and anybody wants to come and talk to me. Great. And you know, there's, <laughs> there are trickster energies that are like, Oh, great. I remember my Jesus story. Like I was thinking, God, this kind of looks like it looks like Jesus, but I didn't really tune in to, did it feel like Jesus? It was really early on in my work. So, um, which kind of surprised me because I know the vibration of God. So I was like, God, Constance, you really screwed that up. Don't screw that up. So if you're getting these um, random voices, thoughts in your head that have negative connotations that seem kind of cold or distant or not, you know, remember your clear sensation, you're tuning into how does this voice feel to me? What's the um, kind of the physical sensation? Is it warm, expansive? Does it feel like love vibration or is it kind of flat, cold? Um, you know, odd, you know, just say, go to the light. I have no time for you. Get out of my head. You know, that's usually when people are, um, kind of two different areas when they're just tuning in and not paying attention to where they're tuning in. They're not doing a direct dial kind of connection, but also too, um, when you're constantly a curmudgeon, <laughs> you might attract that whole experience because your vibration is in that muddled area of darkness anyway. And so they're like, cool, I'm going to hang with that person because they're resonating at this crappy frequency like me. So um, I'll explain more of that as we get further into this episode, but recognizing that trickster energy can get in your mind too. Um, some people feel like, oh, the devil made me do it or the devil voice. I don't, I don't really, you know, whatever. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. It's the entities and spirits that you don't really want to have mess up your head. And so when you're having that experience, when you feel like you're hearing a voice that's not very friendly, I would call on your angels to surround you and help you and take that voice away. Just take it away so that you can uh, get on with your journey and not be bothered by them. I encourage you to remember that as a constant tool when you're kind of amassed in darkness, turn to the light. So the light offers, you know, I think of the tarot card Apollo, it's light, it's totally light, but it's also provides clarity. 
So it can um, help dispel the darkness, you know, on all aspects. So not only does it help you kind of get clearer on the trouble, but it pushes the trouble aside so that you can comprehend it. So same in spirit work, you know, when you're being bombarded with negative spirit, you call on the light to help disseminate the darkness Um, because it's your life. You get to choose who you want to tangle with and be influenced by. Another source where spirit is communicating in as a voice in your head is when the spirit is actually of a living person or an animal. So clearly this is in sessions like when I do uh, mediumship for people that are living either non-vocals or animals, or even um, when I work on people and I'm kind of surfing their experience with empathic clairpensé when I'm reading their mind or picking up their mind. And so we might also get these messages through spirit realm that um, that are from people that are living, whether they're right in front of us or at a distance, you know, <laughs> call home, call home, call home, that telepathic communication kind of thing, experience, right? So these are times when we can send each other telepathic messages, which I've done before with friends and you know, you could do, I might've mentioned it in the um, episode on Claire audience, but that is another way that we might have voices in our head when we hear of our, from our loved ones that are actually alive. And so I just wanted to mention that. Okay. So now when it comes to you and your self chatter, there is a lot happening here. And it's really important to consider what's happening when you're working on your mental and spiritual and emotional, right? And psychological well-being. So this is from a psychic's perspective that I'm going to consider yourself chatter. Often when I put my hands on people's crown chakra and the, which we'll get into next, and the brow chakra and the brain, I hear a lot. I remember one time my favorite listening to somebody was when I put my hands on my friend Robin and I did an initial Reiki session on her. I put my hands on her head and I was like, wow, I just hear Buddhist chanting like over and over. And she like popped open her eyes and she was like, oh my God, I'm I'm chanting in my head. I am chanting in my head. She goes, I've got to study Reiki. This is so cool. So it's so fascinating. So I get the good, the bad, and the ugly when I put my hands on people's head, you know, especially if they're trying to pursue something in their life and what are the blocks? And I'm like, oh, I get it. I hear all your self chatter. So sometimes in our own self chatter, as we're just going about our life and, you know, these are our thoughts slash voices in our head, right? Um, because our thoughts do become the voices in our head. So that's what this episode's about is paying attention. So sometimes it's just contemplation and consideration about our life and what we're doing, or maybe if we're walking, what we're looking at, or if we're driving and we're, you know, processing what the experiences that are right before us. Sometimes it's just um, noodling things, right? It's easy breezy, pretty, um, it could be, those can be pleasant or unpleasant, depending upon what you're considering. You also might have the self chatter where there's 
<clears throat> these three, it's a lot of C's. The first ones were contemplation and consideration. The next three C's were, uh, which I <laughs> came up with these when I was on my walk with spirit. I was like, where do you want this one to go? You know, cause I was thinking it was going to go in one direction and spirits like we want it to go in this direction. So the other C's set of C's for yourself chatter, another C are complaints, condemnation, and critiques. Raise your hand if you ever have those thoughts in your head. Now, sometimes those happen because we're just kind of going along and we're noticing, right, that we're being judgmental about experiences, people, things, or things we see. And there's a lot of condemnation happening. Sometimes we're walking along or we're just doing our life and we're noticing we're complaining a lot in our head. Like we're really, you know, upset with people, places, or things, or our experience, or our job, or our, you know, whatever, our relationships. Did I say that already? <laughs> and all those things, you know, because that's where we learn the best is interaction with others. So sometimes those complaints are just kind of bouncing around in our head. And I think Spirit's saying stop there and focus on those two, and then we'll get to critiques. So when you get, you know, contemplation and considerations happening, you know, those can be just like noodling things or problem solving and stuff like that. But when you're noticing they flip, to complaints and condemnation, or you're just doing a lot of that in your mind. Spirit says to really give your inner experience your full attention in a kind, non-judgmental and curious way so that you can tune in to the basis or where these thoughts are coming from, right? So it really is, um, to on this other level, you're going to start listening to these, these little voices that are subconsciously trying to speak out to you. Because sometimes it's those complaints and condemnations are happening because you've avoided some areas of your life and something is unsettling, right? Or you're you're, you haven't resolved something. And so, you know me, bring your little phone or your pen and paper, or your electronic to record kind of what's coming up for you. This is especially helpful when you're like going on a walk or a drive, you know, usually when you're kind of, your mind is kind of free to, you know, it's, it's not engaged in a book or engaged in a movie or engaged in a conversation with another. You're just really out on your own and you're recognizing you're having this inner dialogue that's occurring. And so spirit says in those moments, you know, maybe write down what's kind of on repeat, maybe that you're complaining about, or you're having condemning thoughts to others or to yourself or to life about, right? So, because then once you start kind of looking with curiosity as, as to the basis or where these thoughts are coming from, perhaps then you can begin to engage on transformational change. You might notice that there are some things that have been disturbing your peace of mind, spirit is saying, that you want to start begin to make changes and new goals 
for. And if you can't do that on your own troubleshooting, then maybe it's time to go to a behavioral therapist or somebody that can help you, you know, create change in these areas that you seem to always be a kind of nagging you, right? That always seem to be nagging you. Because in these moments of being kind of alone with yourself, especially in movement, you know, these things can bubble up, bubble up, bubble up from your subconscious. Now, they certainly can also, when you're going to meditate on these experiences in your life, but sometimes... (laughs) When we sit in meditation, do you remember in the beginning, early episodes, I was like, well, what's your goal? Is your goal to connect with spirit? Is your goal to ponder a problem and come to resolution? Is your goal to raise your, you know, conscious mind up to God, divine energy, wrap yourself in light, relaxation, Vipassana? What are you after? You know, uh, nervous system regulation, breathing exercises. What are you after? So spirit's just saying there's a really beautiful opportunity in movement or when you're, you know, and if you don't have the ability to move, then you just take that dedicated time to kind of throughout the day, recognize when you're having your crappy, crappy mind chatter of, you know, complaints and condemnation and kind of negativity, noticing that when it, the thoughts are negative and unpleasant or they're put downs, not necessarily to you, that's the next one, but maybe to you. And to, to notice where are these, what's the topic and, and what is begging from your soul, bubbling up to your conscious mind from your subconscious? What are areas and that need to be addressed that are, that are really kind of complaining and whining about so that you can pay attention and kind of re-jig some things in your life. Maybe keep a journal. Spirit's so good. They're like, (laughs) so journal. Keep a diary of the negativity. Just, you know, grab one of those little notebooks or your whatever in your phone or your electronic and notice on each day when you're out for your walk, if you're not listening to my podcast, when you're not listening to the podcast, or just whatever, even if you're in the tub or you're driving and you know, it's safe to record or whatever, just notice because there's going to, you might discover that you're making, having the same complaints every day or throughout the week. And so this is your subconscious mind going F and A, man, deal with me, will you? <laughs> I promise you it's like a nag, right? Like somebody nagging, nagging, nagging at you. And you're, you know, if you avoid it or try to brush it off or not deal with it, it's just going to keep repeating. And so it's really your soul in these moments to demand, you know, it's demanding your attention. Your soul is demanding your attention to be witnessed and cared for. This is especially important for those of you that are not really in touch with your emotions or try to look on the bright side. The, the blah, can't even talk, right? <laughs> leave that. The Pollyannas, the Pollyannas that are like, I'm not going to face my grumpiness. I'm just gonna, you know, look at the cheery side and kind of spiritually whitewash my troubles and everything's fine. Where meanwhile inside, you know, your soul is aching. Your soul is aching. And then you're wondering why things aren't working out or why, you know, you, you don't have the best possible life and it's because you're not you're not dealing with all of you so we've been talking about the voices in our head and when our internal conversations are either pleasant or unpleasant another way that our internal conversations or self-chatter can be unpleasant is when we 
have critiques, right? When we're critical, <laughs> when we're critical, this pops up, you know, as thoughts of like, oh, you can't, you're not good enough, or I'm crazy. Did you notice what I did there? I did a you, and then I did an I statement. And I'm very curious about those things, right? Because it makes you believe that the I is a self-belief where the you might be coming from some other source. Hmm. I would put that like under the microscope in your life and just kind of ponder that when those statements come up as I or you. The goal again is to kind of stop and listen to these little, you know, negative, critical voices in your head. These are the parts of you that you might not want to deal with. They're, you know, you're kind of your unspeakable demons that you don't want to confront. But these are the voices in your head that kind of subconsciously speak out to you. They fill your head with grief. They sabotage you. They poison your mind. And I want you to confront them. I want you to in a way, um, befriend them so that you can work with them, these voices, so that you can maybe honor what they're bringing up because sometimes they're bringing and playing out a fear. They're fear-based, right? You couldn't possibly do that. What are you thinking? Who do you think you are? You know, those are things that could be fear-based, but when it's a you statement, I kind of wonder if it's actually a legacy that has been kind of part of your inculcation to in life. So maybe, you know, I had to unravel for myself a lot of my self critiques with my life and my work. And I had to, when I looked back to the source, you know, I had to recognize like my parents were raised by people that grew up during the Great Depression. And so, you know, you kind of had to stay in your lane in, 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 in my family arena. You know, definitely, I don't want to put anybody down. It was not, it was, it was more of a, this is the way life works. And so you better get used to it where I'm like, I was like, that is not the way my life's going to work. And so I've shattered some of those glass ceilings kind of things, but other areas, you know, they were there for protection and there for understanding. So you, I just am inviting you and encouraging you to notice those critiques, those self critiques. And I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, who do you think you are? You can't possibly do this, or you're not good enough, all those things. And just kind of see if you can, you know, take the time to go, wait a minute, what are you, what's coming up for me? Where's this coming from? Was this a repeat pattern in my childhood? Was it a repeat pattern in my, my friend circle? Right? Because sometimes we then go from family setting to friend circle that still keep us in line, <laughs> if you will, or whatever. Is this the belief structure that I came up from a traumatic experience that occurred? You know, is this a pattern of thinking that I used as a protection mechanism so I could stay safe, stay, stay safe in my bubble? Having a hard time speaking today. Or what is this about? And, and when you start to kind of confront these little, like, you know, demon thoughts or these critiques, I'm going to say that, um, that uh, because they're the parts of you that, and I think the demon thought is like the parts of you that are ugly and um, uncomfortable and negative, right? They're, they're 
grief, their shadow energy, they're toxic. Those are those toxic thoughts. When you start confronting them and going, all right, what do you, where's the source of this come from? And you may or may not discern that, but you can definitely go, what is the, what is it keeping me from? How is it keeping me safe? And do I really want to listen to this? And wah, is it true? <laughs> is the voice true? Now, I love um, the fact that when you get these negative thoughts, right, what you, you don't want them to weigh you down or hold you back. Instead, you want to just listen. And then, like I said, unravel the source, unravel what it's trying to teach you or tell you or what it's afraid of that voice, and then get on with it anyway. So especially if it's something you want to do or a step you want to take or a person you want to meet or whatever. So how do you get on with it anyway? I love that Nike ad, just do it. <laughs> so I had to put that in my office for the longest time when I first started. And I was so nervous, like, what will people think? You know, and sure enough, after they had sessions with me, when I saw them on the street, they would avoid me because they were like, oh, I don't want her to read my mind. I'm like, no, I'm not, you're not paying me. So anyway, but also too, the way we get on with it, if you can just do it, you know, five, four, three, two, one, you know, fabulous, go for it. Um, and otherwise, it can also be like when a negative thought comes in or a self-critique comes in that's damaging, damning, and demented, really, then what's, maybe what you do is you contemplate, you know, the topic of it, and then you now say five things to yourself that are positive, that are actually the opposite of it. Five things that you know about yourself that actually counter that repeat play that repeat play and stand up tall pull in the light from the heavens and really embrace and and claim those five positive things that you know about yourself that will allow you to push through the stop that this critical voice is trying to create or do right so it's about um you know these 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 negative voices that are critiques are oftentimes Sometimes they're, you know, these internal lies that we tell ourselves that diminish our power or that hold us back so that we can't enjoy and have the life we desire or choose to live. Now, these can be just habit of bad thought, right? That need to be consciously throw in the five positive things. And every time that negative thought, if you notice and recognize that you simply have that same critique, there's that voice again that pops up um and and just saying again the five positive things until you can start then replacing the negative dialogue with the positive dialogue and so i remember when <laughs> when i started doing my work um and stepping out on stage and doing things i was like what are you doing this is so crazy because i was always you know i was slightly embarrassed spirit god you know this that i was like oh god is god gonna come through or is spirit gonna come through and am i gonna my face gonna look skewed as i channel and <laughs> is my voice gonna change and you know i never know the information that's gonna come out because i would do large groups and i would go around in a circle or go to audience members and i'd be like oh jesus so beforehand i would be like what are you doing what are you doing now that was me fear voice right and talking to myself outside myself what are you doing and in those moments i had to say constance constance stand in your light stand in your power you were made for this 
It's going to be fine. Spirit runs the show. You pull your strength from the heavens. This is not about you. You're just the messenger. You're just the Aquarian (laughs) delivering, you know, messenger of the gods and delivering the information. I'm not the source of the information. I just hear it and see it and feel it and know it and deliver it. And so it became like, wait a minute. So to quiet that voice, I had to like, you know, listen to it, embrace it, and then go, all right, this is the positive spin on it. And so I invite you to do that because especially if it's, if the critiques are diminishing your power and not allowing you to do what it is you want to do, it's time to kind of rectify that. And first off, you have to notice the critiques as they come up in your self chatter, in your voices in your head. Another way of listening to that critique or the complaints and the condemnation is to really give them airtime because maybe there's a part of you that actually doesn't want to do what you've set out to do. And this is your soul kind of saying, you don't really want to do this, you know, do you? And so if you stop and really ponder that, listen, when we get to the angels, I'm going to be telling you about the cool thing that angels do when they work with us. Our heart and our head have to be in alignment for any kind of project that we're working on for the universe to kind of come in, manifest, help, you know, jump in and providence moves too. your heart and your head have to be alignment. So if you're thinking your head, like I have to do this, I really want to do this, but your heart is not in it, then you're lying to yourself. And so some of those critical things are saying, you don't really want to do this because you don't, (laughs) you don't. So I just want you to recognize that you're, you know, this is again, tuning into your heart. What is your heart's truth? And remember when I said, you know, how do you, your, your communication, your throat chakra is speaking not only outside yourself, but to yourself, you have to be honest with yourself. And so sometimes the subconscious material that comes up that's seemingly negative is actually because you're conjuring it because you're, you're trying to remind yourself, you don't really want to do this. You know, you don't really want to do it. And so in those moments, I'd really, really unravel that because do you not want to do it because you're afraid? of what you're about to embark on? And then do you just want to ask for strength skills and remember your personal best? Or is it that you really, really, really don't want to do that? And then you want to do something else or whatever. You know, it's really about you kind of navigating your life and contemplating that whole mental experience that comes up as you're troubleshooting and going through your world and your experience. So how crazy is this? I recorded this whole segment, this whole episode, and then I walked with spirit and I said, is there anything that I've forgotten or that I didn't hear you quite say? Because I often channel these episodes and this one spirit has been very involved in. And so I brought that to them, to spirit, my helpers, which I'll get into when we go into guides, working with guides. And what came back was, yes, you forgot about concerns. We've been trying to tell you about concerns. So I was like, whoa, yeah, concerns. And so spirit was saying, this is another kind of topic that might plague our thoughts or the voices in our head can come out as concerns for people, places, things, you know, anything, the planet, all this stuff. And so when we have concerns that kind of come into our headspace and the 
mental chatter. It's very important, like when we hear complaints and condemnation and criticism, to really tune in and give these concerns airtime, especially when they're on repeat, because, you know, they're not just going to go away. There's, there's something that your soul is bothered by. And so it really is bringing it to your full attention and then saying, okay, what can I do to kind of resolve this concern? Now, even if it's just what small thing, you know, small step might you in your corner of the world do towards a concern that you have. And again, it's, um, you know, again, it's kind of the serenity prayer uh, of, well, what can I change and, and what can I not change and what do I need to accept? But when there's concerns that come to you, just noting that that could also be another, <laughs> another C in the mental chatter. Now, how about the unspoken self-chatter, the, the things that you don't even, you know, talk about that maybe you dream about? I want you to listen to your secrets. I want you to listen to your dreams, you know? I do. I want you to ponder those, like the parts of you, again, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, sometimes it's the negative secrets, the things that you've done that you're not proud of. Maybe you need to go out and make amends. Maybe you need to forgive yourself or forgive others, you know, those kind of things. Um, and also listening to your dreams, your, your, the good secrets, the parts of you that you really want to do or explore. And then what are you waiting for? You know, what are you waiting for? And what steps do you need to take to help you to the process so that you can, um, you know, gain or stand in your power or get to where you want to be in life. With any and all of these, you know me, use your soul awareness, you know, really noticing and paying attention to what comes to your mind's eye as a vision as you're trying to uncover the critical voices or the complaints that you're having, you know, let memories surface, whether from your childhood or last week or whatever, to kind of go, this is what this is about. And, you know, also um, tune in with your heart feeling, clear sensation. How does this information feel? Is that the truth or is there more deeper kind of information here? And even also using your soul awareness to maybe contemplate and consider your family upbringing or the source of the voices in your head that you're trying to kind of move through. I wanted to say negate, let go of, move through. You know, maybe it was a, a really nasty teacher or maybe it was a really nasty uh, inappropriate doctor or inappropriate friend or, you know, just like any of these experiences, right? Um, a, a mate, uh, any of these things. I remember one time, one time, one instance, right? I passed a mirror in my grandparents' house and I was young and impressionable. And I was like, I looked at myself in the mirror as you do as a young girl. I think I was probably 12 or 14 or whatever. And I looked and I must have paused a little too long to just kind of look at my face and check myself out and see my hair and everything. And my grandmother said, don't be so vain. And I was like thrown out of my being with that comment. And I thought, oh, I'm doing a bad thing. I can't remember 
how much later I brought that to my mother. I was like, God, she was, you know, just cut that cut me right down. It cut me right down. Cause I don't think anyway. So, but my mother said, cause it was her mother-in-law. She said, Oh, that's because she was getting older and she was jealous of your youth. And so it was really good for me to bring that would have what would have might have destroyed my kind of self-worth and my you know this repeat thought in my head don't be so vain don't be so vain um to bring it to i didn't bring it to my grandmother she probably couldn't have processed it with me like my mother did but because my mother did i was like god she's right that i understand that she's turning wrinkly and i have this sweet smooth skin and so you know it's really important to get to the source of some things and I am just grateful for that. But when you can't do it with a personal person, physically in interaction, use your soul awareness to go back and kind of what resonates, what doesn't, how does it feel? You know, you might have smells come up and tastes, sights, memories, voices, you know, it's always the voices, right? Um, and just use that use your soul awareness to, and ask for the link to look into your past, your personal past to kind of unravel. Where's the negativity coming from? Now, listen, when it's pleasant voices, then that's an easy thing, right? But when it's the unpleasant, the put downs, the negative thoughts, those are the ones that I want you to unravel, uh, unravel, unravel, <laughs> unravel them, unrebellious them, unravel them. And you know, notice how long they keep playing on repeat. And if it's a bad habit, how are you going to infiltrate it with positive new habits? And again, the way you do that, as far as I understand, but you could research it out, is you, when you catch yourself having that bad thought habit, you replace it with like five good ones. And then the more you kind of listen to your positive self, especially when those put downs or negativities are just, you know, old bad habits and you've sorted out the source, then you can change them by embracing the new thought process. You know, because remember when I said, listen, if you're walking around and in your head, it's a negative booyah base, this is what you will project outwardly. You will attract those negative experiences. I just, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. And then it also kind of you know, is a storm in your energy system, in your body. And then it becomes, um, you know, it stops up the energy in certain areas and just muddles with your uh, vibrational experience and your health. Okay. So I also want you to pay attention to your habits in thought, not only thought, but also indeed in your deeds, because your deeds, what you're doing might be habitual from the source of your thoughts. And so there might be areas that you are not subconsciously bringing to your conscious mind, but you are perpetually playing those habits out in your deeds. And maybe it's time to ponder that to uh, bring about change in those areas, right? So it's really noticing that you're, um, you know, your awareness of your own life is, <laughs> you really, you, you know, you deserve your own attention. You deserve your own attention. Sometimes we could be so outwardly focused that we wonder why we, there's, you know, uh, 
just some mental emotional turmoil going on in our lives and then it's like oh right i need to reel back in reel it in and focus inward for a while and it isn't just you know meditation 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 it's contemplation on these areas so you know i think i told you early on when when i do healing work sometimes i i can just bring their energy to a higher vibration and they can go forward and exist from there but i also know we are humans on the life journey school of earth in my experience and others that we learn also by understanding and by doing and so sometimes the transformation comes from contemplating and sourcing and seeing where were was i how did that has that been affecting me and how do what change do i want to bring forth and create in my life and so sometimes it is taking these steps of paying attention and um, being a student of your own life if you will on the surface just be aware of your attitude you know how are you <laughs> do you wake up happy do you wake up grumpy are you grumpy throughout the day are you happy throughout the day if you're grumpy i would start looking at your thoughts and see what your subconscious mind your soul right? Your soul is trying to tell you, right? That's what I'm asking. Just listen to yourself. All of it. Good, bad, ugly. So I think um, of the serenity prayer when <laughs> I'm pondering all these things that I want to change about myself or whatever. And in my experience, things I want to change about my experience, you know, the God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Because sometimes there's experiences in life that we actually can't change. Remember, we can't change other people. <laughs> We've as much as we'd love to, um, we can encourage change in each other, which is always good, especially if it's for the highest good. But sometimes you just have to, you know, accept and uh, and pray for serenity. And of course, as you know, the only person you can change is yourself. And so sometimes when I'm looking at my own stuff, that's when I also use the serenity prayer or the meaning of the serenity prayer. Like, is this something I can change? Is this something I can't change? And, um, you know, working with that and loving myself through it all. Okay, so... That's when it's your self-chatter. But now I'm going to circle back around to spirit, when it's spirit. One of the things about the brow chakra and thoughts in your head, the voices in your head and the self-chatter, all that stuff, when you're working with spirit and spirit communication, there can be, because it's working in that same realm, and especially if it's you're hearing it clairaudiently, um, there can be ego interference so you're, you know, the whole mind playing tricks on you. And so you have to really discern about when am I letting my ego mind take over when I'm thinking I'm actually hearing spirit chat or in mediumship sessions, stuff like that. I'm going to really dive into that when I get to the topic on connecting and communicating with guides and angels and loved ones. I don't really want to cover it here. It's too much, it's too, too big and full, but I do want to let you know that that can happen. And, and, and 
one of the greatest things you can do is to recognize, and I always say again, put your hands on your heart to recognize so that you're constantly in that connection and in that flow when you're speaking to spirit, because you can feel the difference of the vibration. You can feel the warmth, the expansiveness, you know, and this um, is important because when you start coming from yourself and there's a slight disconnect, you know, it's going to feel different, the energy. But again, I'm going to stress that when we speak about mediumship and connecting with spirit. But what I want to talk to you about right now is when you are having this kind of this um, self-negating mind chatter or thoughts that come up, I want you to recognize that that comes from your conscious mind. And what I'd like you to realize is that you can shift from your conscious mind up higher to either your highest self or like divine consciousness. And it is a practice, right? And because it is an experience, when you do this, you are shifting to a higher perspective. And this higher perspective um, you start to recognize it is more powerful. It's loving, it's open, it's expansive. So one of the ways that you could do that is when you're having this pity pot me kind of like negativity happening, or I can't, who do I think I am? <laughs> Why am I so vain? Just kidding. Um, is to go, wait a second here, especially if you know that it's something you're supposed to do. And then you, and if you think, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. What am I thinking? I'm not good enough. All those things. Then all of a sudden notice that you're doing that and go, wait a minute. And then bring your attention to God or your higher self. If that's your preference. I always like to go to God It's like, wait a minute. What is the highest source of truth? What do I really, if I put myself and the mind of God, what do I really know? And then all of the sudden the true awareness will come to you and it will be far more enlightening. You take yourself up and out of the sludge that can occur in your own conscious mind and bring yourself to this higher perspective. You can do it with intention. You can do it with prayer. You would just simply, um, it's a shift in consciousness, right? It's just a shift in consciousness. And the more you do it, the better off you'll be at it. And it's kind of the same thing about getting out of the negative thoughts once you've kind of disassembled them and realized what they're made of and where they're coming from and what they're trying to teach you. Then from then on, you're like, oh, familiar. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to be in the positivity. I'm going to be like, you got this. You know, it's like your own personal coach, your own personal cheerleader. Rah, rah, rah. You got this. You can do this. And then you feel the rush of energy that that brings on. You've got this. You can do this. So I'm going to do it with you now. I want you to hold in your thoughts something that you're really wanting to do. You know you're supposed to do. You know you're empowered to do it, but you're just feeling hesitant. And once you've worked out that what the hesitancy is about and what that wants to teach you, what, what you need to troubleshoot, maybe you need to take a perspective on going, these are the steps that you need to take to get from here to there. And then I want you to realize and pull on the mantle of God, pull on the light of God, stand in the light of God or your divine self or your higher self, whatever works for you. I just like to go the highest of the high, right? And just say a really want to be connected to the highest truth, flood me with your wisdom and your insight and your awareness. And what, what am I 
supposed to know about this? What am I supposed to believe about myself in this experience? And just really embracing that brilliant light and that brilliant higher perspective space and knowing that you've got this. And any time you're coming up with the negativity or the concern self chatter, turn to that higher perspective. What should I do here? What's the highest good here? What's the best answer here? Now, interestingly enough, I am tiptoeing you into the next chakra, which is the crown chakra. So this is where I'm going to stop, right? Spirit, yes. Spirit saying yes, stop <laughs> before you go right into the next one. So funny. So again, as a final reminder, this episode's been about the voices in your head, but it's also been an adjunct to the brow chakra. And the brow chakra, this is your chakra, it's both conscious mind, right? It's conscious mind, but it's intellect and psychic. So it's the two, it's intellect, which is ego mind and psychic, which is soul. Soul is beyond time and space. And ego mind can be limited to time and space and intellect and what you've learned and everything. And it's really about noticing those two. And when, um, when can you switch to your soul's perspective, the psychic mind, to bring greater awareness, greater expansion, greater truth, greater, um, did I say understanding? <laughs> and greater, um, yeah, lessons, really, lessons. Perspective. It's perspective. It's soul awareness. Oh my God, do you need a recap? I think I need a recap. <laughs> so, Voices in your head, from my perspective, in the work that I do, it's either voices that are internal or voices that are external. If it's an external source, it's often spirit or, you know, you could even be picking up other people's thoughts. <laughs> so that's a whole nother thing, right? But I didn't even mention that. But it's either spirit. And if it's spirit, it's good, good, good witch or bad witch. It's good um, uh, positive spirits that you want to listen to or uh, trickster energy that you don't want to listen to and discerning that. And I got into what those um, experiences are like. And then I also moved through uh, sometimes our thoughts when they're internal, it's contemplation or considerations that we're just noodling through our days. And then I got into that it's if it's complaints or condemnation that you're supposed to take the time to pay attention to those. Cause those are your subconscious mind. Your soul is crying out to you to bubble up and say, Hey, can you deal with this in your life? You're not dealing with this. So listen to those, pay attention, resolve, sort, right. And then if they're critiques, whether they come from a legacy of bad patterns based from wherever, or they're just um, self-protection mechanisms that are put in place by you because <laughs> you're afraid to do something. Those, again, unravel them. Are they true? What are they trying to tell you? Uh, typically critique like that, you know, sometimes it's, you know, uh, good information because it is, sometimes it is true. Like, oh, you need to do this before you do that listen to that, move on. But if it's um, negativity, negativity, again, sort and solve, where does it come from? How do I unravel it? Um, and then again, the replacing or noticing when you can do the serenity prayer, when that comes in handy. And then if also it's a negative thing, when can is the time for you to hear it out, sort it out? And then when is it just a bad habit that you need to replace with five positive 
five positive things. What that does is bring your awareness up higher. It kind of overcomes the negativity until you can start repatterning in the positive, especially when you know (laughs) that's a lie, like the negative critical thing was a lie or it was something that you were holding back or whatever. So those are just a, that's a brief overcap. Yeah. Overview. And let's not forget concerns and the importance of dealing with your concerns in some form or another. Great. Phew, that was a lot. (laughs) That was a lot. And Spirit was pretty clear that they're like, yeah, we're going to want you to talk about this because it's great for mental health, your spiritual health, your soul health to kind of discern and understand the voices in your head and where they're coming from and what they're trying to tell you and whether they're helpful or not helpful and how do you disperse them if they're not helpful or um, how do you sort them if they're trying to give you information that you need to pay attention as the awareness bubbles up from your subconscious material. So I hope you've gained a lot from this time together. If you feel that there's someone you know that might benefit from it, who's kind of a curmudgeon on the outside, so you know they must be kind of listening to the negativity on the inside, maybe suggest the episode, ask them to subscribe. That would be great for me. I would really appreciate it. Um, If you want to follow me on social media, that would be great. All the links can be found at my website, ConstanceMesmer.com. My social media is my name, Constance Mesmer. Um, I so appreciate that you've spent this time with me. I think that um, spending time together like this just uh, fills my soul up because it's, I know it's what I'm meant to do is teach. I think that the world would be a much better place if people listen to their own soul awareness. So I'm grateful that you are working to listen to yours in all the magnanimous ways that your soul expands and experiences life. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to remind you that although I get a lot of great info from spirit, I am not a therapist. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, a psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.